When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're doing good morning. You're listening to the Arts House on Corks 96 FM and C103. It's Elmarie Maud, the microphone with you until 10. Connor Talent's also here in studio. Yeah, she just had to check to see was I sitting in front of her. Okay, good morning. How could morning. I miss you? It's your birthday. Hey, everybody. It's Connor's birthday today. <laughs> and I was listening to Katie saying it's minus one. It's not minus one in studio this morning, guys. It's smoking hot. Why is it smoking hot? Because, oh my goodness, we have some lovely guests for you. Coming up later on the program, I've got Niall McCabe, who has a brand new single out. He's coming to Cork with another gig. Collins later on and um, we also have a couple of um, fantastic little nuggets of art exhibitions for you Absolutely, I've even got a nice man's best friend is going to come into us this morning and sit down next to our feet and make us feel so warm, yep we've got a dog on this week's work of the week called Sid alright, so if you want to meet Sid stay tuned Sid, Sid <laughs> Sydney, Tom Spaulding is also going to be talking to us about what's on this month in the Cork Decorative and Fine Arts Society. And if you want to find out more from Danielle O'Donovan, she'll be giving a brilliant lecture on Gothic, Gothic architecture. That's easy for me to say this early in the morning. That sounds like a mouthful. It isn't actually. It is basically some of the most gorgeous, gorgeous castles and churches around the Kilkenny area being spoken about in this week. So if you want to find out about that, a bit of history, a bit of knowledge. Got my brain cells going anyway. Um, that's on between now and nine o'clock. We have all the news of what's happening on the stages of the Cork theatres for you. And also, in fact, what's happening in the foyers of some of them. But the reason I'm just over the moon, hopping with excitement and kind of giddy and can't stop the smile in my voice is not because it's Connor's birthday. And <laughs> which I know is a cause for celebration. <laughs> it's because today, today, guys, today, 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 our first live guests in studio. Yeah. Since before COVID times, since February 2020, I am over the moon that we are finally able to have people live into studio again and kicking off with uh, one of the most 
really vibrant Cork musicians at the moment doing so so well Fiona Kennedy yep. new singles kind of coming out each one getting national notice and in fact international notice and she has a gig coming up to chat about so she's coming into studio live later on <laughs> I really am just absolutely, absolutely thrilled about that. So can't wait to see her in the flesh and bring her to you later on. But in the meantime, I started off with a wee bit of jazz there in our old theme tune. And I've been listening to a lot of movie soundtracks recently because, of course, we are in movie awards season. It's the IFTAs online next weekend. And uh, this one was just in my, you know, when you get an earworm. Like a little tune that is just there in the background. Get it out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it might be a little bit early for cocktails, but that's the track. It's from the Thomas Crown Affair. Going around the house. I have to say, I'm giggling here. Who? Uh, it's Ina is after sending in a text saying, it's smoking hot because of Conor Elmery. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> Ina, I, I see outside three o'clock and I claim you, girl, right? <laughs> Don't be making eyes at my fella there now, whether they're over the airwaves or not. You got me? There we go. <laughs> okay, my head's just not, it's just far too His big head for the headphones. Fit in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Ina. Thank Good you. to get a giggle this morning. And by the way, you know, whether you're texting either of us for whatever reason, <laughs> but preferably to do with the. <laughs> to do with the arts you can text to WhatsApp at any stage 0833 96 96 96 giggling actually I can see the remnants of some of the uh, Wayne teasers that were there before uh, 8 o'clock with Wayne and the totally 80s and coming into the car myself and Connor oh, yeah. I just caught it briefly and I was thinking oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's who, who shot Jerry Ewing yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think it's, it's a whole load of you were the same as that so um, I, I didn't get the Mona one until I actually saw the cartoon there you are I Blast figured out the word the Mona, all right, from Mona Lisa, but mm. that was it. I couldn't figure out the rest. All righty then. Now, moving on to what's actually supposed to be our brief, which is talking about what's happening in the world of the arts. We're moving first to the Cork Opera House because, of course, it's another comedy blitz. And we're talking about so many comedy shows which have been rescheduled from the last two years. So the lads from Foil, Arms and Hog, of course, taking to the stage. Uh, Darrow Brian, I think we're literally down to maybe about the last two seats that are left for his particular 
particular performances. And again, all of these, because they are rescheduled, all the original tickets were valid or had an option to reschedule. So that's why they're all kind of sold out and jig time um, but don't forget Tori Amos plays there on Patrick's Night and again <laughs> down to the last kind of maybe two tickets here one ticket there for that so you want to make sure you're on the website this morning but for close to a decade a lady called Miriam Hurley worked as the marketing manager in Cork Opera House and she was documenting and capturing the various stages of preparations backstage and if you go to the Cork Opera House right now there's an exhibition of her photographic prints and beautiful, beautiful work capturing everything backstage in an exhibition called Standing By. It comes on the back of a whole career change for her, uh, which left her leaving her time at Cork Opera House behind and throwing herself into the work of being a visual artist. There's a beautiful video which kind of describes her approach to the work and to her subjects. And Here's a little clip from it. Standing by is a body of work I completed of 20 photo etchings, giving it a rare insight behind the curtain of the Cork Opera House. Standing by um, came about as a theatrical term. Um, it's given when the stage manager gives a cue really to the actor or performer going on stage. It's really their final call, really, uh, from stage manager before they step out onto the stage. So they, they normally say standby or standing by. To me, standing by is just waiting, and you can feel those nervous um, jitters and uh, focus that they have. I was the market manager here in 1997 for nine years. I love my time working here. Uh, we had a great team. Um, working on the marketing team and we had great fun promoting all the different genres of shows that would go from um, opera to dance to musicals to the beloved panto. Our offices were based above the dressing room quarters so we always had production managers, actors, um, stagehands in and out of the office and very much part of our day-to-day work. Uh, you really got to see the workings of theatre backstage from fitting up of a show to dress rehearsals to rehearsals on stage and of course the amazing opening nights. Initially I started photographing the in-house productions um, which were stage shots for PR events so that was um, actors in costumes for a particular show and they were really for the media to promote the show. But really what caught my eye was the backstage of the Opera House and seeing actors in preparation in those dressing rooms or seeing them at the side wings, you know, being caught by a light, uh, just their silhouette in the wings before they go onto stage and getting the quiet moments where you'd see an actor just going over their lines. What caught my eye really were the different shadows that were casted from the stage wings onto different actors while they were waiting to go on stage. The various different moments in dressing rooms where you would see a makeup artist transform a dame or a villain. I knew the, the layout of the theatre and, and I knew the layout of the dressing rooms, so I had an, 
um, an added advantage really where the cast and crew knew who I was. Um, they felt I was just part of the furniture really. And that is the voice there of Miriam Hurley. And because she was able to sort of move discreetly around without people taking too much notice of her, she has just some of the most beautiful, beautiful shots and still moments captured. And whether or not you're going to see a show in the Opera House or whether you're just calling in for coffee or whatever, beautiful exhibition hanging the foy right now. And it's called standing by. I love that one. Isn't it just the most beautiful sunny morning? I know I'm sounding like I'm full of the joys of spring and actually I am. I am full of the joys of spring. We have a load of daffodils in the front garden and I absolutely adore them. Now, they still have all the autumn leaves which you need to go raking up and tidying up in around them. But uh, definitely not cutting the grass just yet. A couple of bumblebees wobbly waking, making their way around the place and they need the dandelions just yet, you know. It's the only food they have for them. So here's a bit of green time. family now Somehow we got together and it's forever now and it's understood It's understood It's in the blood It's in the Little souls totally dependent Just look at us now Out in the world It's all in front of us And we make them proud And they raised us good The best they could The best they could As we make our And then 
love that song. Absolutely love that song. That's Dandelion Seed from Greenshine. And you know what? I probably should have that sign in the garden. Excuse the weeds. We're feeding the bees. Uh, just so the neighbours know. We're not purposefully... <coughs> neglecting it. We'll get, we'll get around to it eventually. Now then, a decorative fine arts isn't exactly what you'd call our front garden at the moment, but it is the subject of your next guest, Connor. Well, the only way I could say hello to Tom Spaulding this month was to actually wish him a happy fine day, because yesterday and today, the last few days has been lovely. The sun has been shining. So, funnily enough, that kind of made its way into all the interviews I made this week, and that's how I greeted Tom this week, because every month we kind of stick our nose in the door to find out what's happening in the Decorative and Fine Arts Society, because there's usually a lecture about something of interest. It's completely different from what happened the month before. So to find out what this month's lecture is, I spoke to Tom by saying hello. Tom, what a fine, fine day we have today. And speaking of fine, how are things getting on in the Cork Fine Arts and Decorative Society? I'm very well indeed, very well indeed, Connor. We are into our spring season now. Brilliant. Our next talk on Saturday the 12th of March in Nanonagel Place mm-hmm. is by a lady who's, who's probably known to many of your listeners, Dr. Danielle O'Donovan, who mm-hmm. actually manages Nanonagel Place, but that's just one of her hats. <laughs> she has a PhD in architectural history, especially on the Gothic period in Ireland, and that's what she's going to be talking to, to our members and any visitors who, who come along next Saturday, half past 11. The focus is going to be on the Earls of Ormond. Um, and of course, your, your listeners will, will know that their, their seat was, their main seat was Kilkenny Castle, which is a wonderful place and, yes. and does retain some Gothic material in it. But obviously they, they were a very important family across most of the middle of the country. And obviously the Ormond family, who at the same was the butlers, they had influence right down the, the valley of the Shore, down to Waterford. And obviously, you know, they, 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 they interacted with, with people in the south of Munster uh, as well. And what Danielle is going to be speaking about is, mm-hmm. is how this family, the butlers, used the design of their monuments and buildings to kind of impress visitors and people that they wanted to, to see uh, as equals. Yes. And how they, they adopted ideas from, from, the, from, from England and from further abroad in Europe mm. to show that they were a la mode, that they were on point and that they could communicate with them as equals. They wanted to be seen as nobles, as chivalrous knights, as, you know, significant players in the Irish scene. And they were using the international language of stone carving to make that point. You know, it's an interesting thing. We tend to think of power being displayed by pageants or military conquests or documents Mm -hmm. or jewellery or crowns or whatever but this is a, a case where they're actually using buildings and carving as part of that whole package of of, of, of influencing people <laughs> what an expensive calling card yeah indeed so, but yeah. then i suppose the butlers had the right of presage which meant that they could claim money on every barrel of wine that was imported into the country <laughs> so they had a lot of cash essentially the butlers just took a cut on every barrel or every bottle that came into the country so they weren't, weren't short of a bob or two Listen, I'm learning a ton already. Obviously, there's a ton more to be learned just by turning up. Do you have to be a member? You don't have to be a member. Visitors are welcome. The lectures have a, have a small entry fee. If you aren't a member, then it's probably best to be at Nanonagel Place by about 11am 
to settle that up. Uh, okay. And then the talk will begin at half past 11. We will have volunteers and staff around the site to direct you towards the, the conference room that we're, we're doing the talk in. Regular members and new members are always welcome, and we hope to see you on the on the 12th of March. Okay, Tom, as ever, very, very interesting. Everything that you come up with every month is just so completely different, totally different from, from the previous month. Yeah. It sounds like good fun, actually. Yeah, good it for the head. Fun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it is indeed, and, and, and our talk for next month is something totally different again. We're going to be looking at Viking art, so something for uh, people to think about okay. for April. All right, Tom. Thanks again. Thanks for bouncing a few brain cells together this morning. <laughs> no problem, Carla. Okay, talk to you soon. I love that. Just um, yeah. something completely different every month. As you can see, next month is <laughs> it's like totally different from this month. So that's Saturday morning around half 11 over in Nanonagel Place. Get up there if you're not a member and uh, stick your nose in the door. And if you are, well, you know where to go. You surely do. And I just want to say hello to Mags, who is saying, Good morning, Emery and Connor. Sounding great. Give up the superwork. Thanks a million, Mags. She says she's just heading into the Cork City Hall Vaccination Centre to work for the day. So well done, you. Oh, yes. And in fact, you know, um, PJ, PJ Coogan yeah, yeah. was inside in the vaccination centre yesterday, recording and meeting and chatting with so many of the staff and volunteers who've been there because it closes today services are then going to move to North Main Street so what if you'd like to hear what happened uh, with uh, PJ and all of that chat and kind of the finishing of a most incredible chapter really in Cork then tune in to PJ with the opinion line tomorrow I suppose from our perspective it's kind of good news that means (laughs) City Hall is once again open to reopening as a venue which is super 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 exciting (laughs) Already I'm giddy about the possibilities, lads. The possibilities. Quartz <laughs> 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. With Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes. The great taste of home. Thanks a million, Katie. That's Katie there in the newsroom. Now then, um, our newspaper theme. You know, as the typewriter, Leroy Anderson's fantastic tune. And I guess it's probably a little bit too cheerful for a lot of the front pages of today's papers, Connor. Well, we're 10 days into this um, invasion, I suppose, of the, the Ukraine. The Irish Mail on Sunday leads with Putin shells fleeing women and children. Same story on the front page of the Sunday Times. Merciless Putin shells evacuees. Uh, Ireland must reassess military power and political alliances, says Coveney, is the other story in the Sunday Times. The Irish Sun on Sunday, shame on you, Putin. And the Business Post actually departs from the other pages with the headline, All farmers to be told to plant crops amid fears of food security crisis. The other stories there are Irish corporate law firms to cease acting for Russian clients. And Bank of Ireland boss says pay and bonus caps are now, quote, out of step with reality. That's the Business Post front front page. Sunday Independent, uh, Ireland embraces refugees of war is the main story there. Um, when I look inside the Independent, there's a few stories about arts and entertainment. One of them is an interview with Paul Brady uh, under the headline, Grumpy, Me. Brady only bothered by not seeing the ones he loves. Neve Horan talks to the songwriting virtuoso about COVID frustrations and his own mortality and still being misunderstood. In fact, there's a quotation there that he says, um, um, 
<laughs> fame is the sum total of people's misunderstandings about you. <laughs> yeah, he was a guest on the show before. He was absolutely lovely. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous man. Um, that's a lovely interview with him. Also, there's a piece about John A. Murphy as well yes. in tribute of him. And uh, finally, there's actually a lovely little section in the uh, arts section of The Independent. If you only do one thing, they said, roll up, roll up for a series of stage plays. Anonymous benefactors are the sort of thing that you read about in Victorian novels. But a real-life, unnamed philanthropist donated to Cork Arts Theatre's Creative Empowerment Programme to help support artists' work during the many lockdowns. And the results are 10 staged plays from the 15th of March from Bridget O'Connor's 2007 comedy drama The Flag to new to new work where's my art that examines disability in the performing arts sector just go to corkartstheatre.com to find out more about that great to see you getting covered in the sunday papers they're all up on the website and looking absolutely fabulous i was intrigued you know when you had that headline about farmers being told to plant crops because um I suppose in one kind of roundabout way, even though I have nothing whatsoever to do with farming, it was farming got me into the radio because I was a member of Macra and Firma. And one of the jobs in Macra was to call into County Sound in Bandon and do a kind of a five minute update on a Sunday evening about what the various clubs all around West Cork were doing. And I happened to be in the right place at the right time. My heart goes out to so many people going through radio and media courses and qualifications people looking for work experience all over the place um, but you just never know how you'd kind of find yourself in a new line of work but through Macra I found out that there's less than 7% of arable land in Ireland is actually given to the growing of crops for people it's, ne- it's nearly all everything we grow is for cattle, cattle yeah. and for the dairy industry yeah. so that's a kind of a, a real imbalance I think definitely for sure it's interesting to see it being covered and kind of coming to light now under these circumstances so you're there. saying Ireland should be greener <laughs> well <laughs> there growing, you go growing our greens well listen this is this is the time to start planting I mean yeah. like I would I've been growing potatoes since lockdown one. If we and can it grow is the potatoes. <laughs> it can be done. I'm glad you said if we. What yeah. Connor really means, dear listener, is if Elmarie can, can grow, grow potatoes, <laughs> anyone can. <laughs> Thanks, love. Thanks so much. Yeah, but I'm yet, just going you know, to uh, grow the potatoes. I'll see. Well, you the thing yeah. is, actually, isn't there kind of an old Irish Peshog, or whether it's kind of advice or Peshog that you should get your potatoes in before? St. Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah, we get have them, to. Get them yes. planted. So that's job Ibrahim for the rest of okay. the week. Now, of course, we have been doing all sorts of uh, text and WhatsApp kind of flying in there. Lots of birthday greetings for you, Connor, actually, which is uh, very, very sweet. Hi, John Finbar, another one there. And Claire McLaughlin and Michael saying happy birthday to you. And hello to Con and Elizabeth. Big <laughs> hugs back to you. And also, you want to wish happy birthday to your cousin, Norma Healy. So you are birthday twins. And Michael and Barry Rowe also texting to say hello and also reminding me that when I was saying last week that we were talking about more film music, I suppose because we are heading to film award season, we're in the thick of it now, heading for the IFTAS next week, and I said, what kind of film theme tunes would you guys like to hear? Text or WhatsApp me, 0833 96 96 96. And Michael asked for this one from Tootsie, and uh, he reminded me about it again this morning. So here it is. I love this one.
Lying on the sand Watching seabirds fly Wishing there would be Someone waiting home for me Something's telling me Looking back as lovers go walking past All of my life Wondering how they met and what makes it last If I found the place Would I recognize the It's been a busy week this week for Michael Waldron in the Crawford Art Gallery. He's been on television and he's been on radio and various other media right through the week. And this week he spoke to me about this week's work of the week. And he gave me a clue in the first, I suppose you could say, word that he said in this week's interview. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> absolutely. Mike, I'm just looking at this gorgeous, gorgeous, absolutely beautiful piece of work. I'm looking at Sid. Helen Farrell's Sid. Tell me about Helen Farrell's Sid. He, he looks so peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose, first of all, it's actually, it's a print. It's a dry point yeah. print. Yeah. 
So if anyone visited our Rembrandt exhibition over the winter, yep. Rembrandt used the same technique of dry point, which is essentially scratching a needle on a copper plate, inking it up and making a print out of it. There's a lot more to it than, yeah. <laughs> than I, I just explained. So this is just an image of a dog, a yeah. sleeping dog. It's a black and white border collie cross. His name was Sid or Sydney. Yeah. yeah, so this is by Helen Farrell. It's just a really calming, restful image of a dog curled up with his head slightly away from us, but ears still alert. Yeah. yeah. You know, having a snooze. And <laughs> I think it's perfect for Sunday morning or whenever you want your nap. <laughs> I think you make the point in the article that you wrote with this week's work of the week was that it's the amazing therapeutic effect that animals have on us. And in a way, Helen is exploring this as well. If we're to kind of have a look at how a dog, our best friend, can help us get through some of life's strifes. <laughs> you know, I don't have a dog. I've wanted a dog for yeah. so long. <laughs> but, you know, over even over the last two years during lockdown and, you yeah. know, so many people that rescue dogs and so on. And it's been really wonderful when you're out for a walk and you see everyone walking their dog. There's something joyful about that bond between people through an animal, that the animal is a source of comfort, but also that perhaps we can offer some protection to them as well. I think a sense of well-being washes yeah. over you when you see this image. And particularly because the artist herself would bring Sid, the dog, to her studio. Yeah. Maybe he was nodding off and this might have been, you know, just an observation. She's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to use him as my next subject. <laughs> you know, artists work with what's around them, right? And there was Sid. Yeah. So there he is having his rest. It's a part of a, like a section on pets that we have in our menagerie exhibition. Sid's not on his own. He has company in the menagerie as well, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> I worked on this exhibition with my colleagues Anne Bodar and Catherine Coughlin. Yeah. You know, we had great fun searching through the collection for all of the animals that were there, making our choice. And we decided that it would be lovely to see this restful dog sleeping next to one that was very active and so there's a smaller print that hangs right next to this in the exhibition called Millwall. It's a dog leaping in the air, kind of in silhouette. Yeah. And it wasn't until after we opened the exhibition that we realised <laughs> <laughs> that Sid, Sydney, yeah. in this work by Helen Farrell and Millwall by Andrew Boyle, which was right next to it, that these dogs knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> They used to hang out in real life as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Absolutely. You know, a little bit of serendipity there. Absolutely. Now, Menagerie is actually going to close up shop today, more than likely, today, Sunday. So, I suppose, all we can do is encourage people to come along and have a look at Sydney and Millwall and all the other animals that are on the walls of the Crawford Art Gallery. Well, we're really hoping that people will come and, and show some last love, this exhibition that's been running for several months now. Yeah. And, you know, it, it runs through pets to farm animals, to more exotic creatures, and everything in between. It's painting, it's sculpture, it's print. And what's really fun as well is that throughout the exhibition, there are little animals that are made by 
fifth class boys from Blarney Street, uh-huh. CBS as well. I think it's a bit of joy, particularly at a difficult time for folks. Okay. Pop in, we're open free, 11am to 4pm this Sunday. Okay, and the sun is actually shining as well, just to brighten things up for everybody. It's great. <laughs> Your little ray of sunshine yourself as well, Mike. Great to talk to you again this week. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, Connor. Thanks a million. I just think it's hilarious in the middle of all that that the dogs knew each other. <laughs> I love it. It looks like they were destined to hang out together even on the walls of the gallery. So anyway, today's possibly the last day. Definitely tomorrow anyway. Mm. So get along if you can to catch Menagerie in the Crawford Art Gallery. Well, you know what? Anything that makes you laugh is a, a good a good deal. And let tacht me, Martha, tagan shacht in a gael get tashif a lan hyol anish agus chun eichilura sminigi er gael gairi igorkig lelara amani the Irish language comedy night since spalpin fanoch in South Main Street a nacht eikishacht a chlog. Now, an kain live an tacht in shachate gur chormian kaistarv. A guinean to an om fein, the home fein, soil tucked, agus kasuil can make the kalashti sarigalair er ash an vlein shaw. So if your memories, as we said, are full of singing, jam sandwiches, and kissing at the Kaylee, well, Hounds and Cork Arts Theatre, Tusnu, a moirach, Koshli Productions present, Gail Gori, La Hantna o Flaherta, Drama Da Hangach, Fui Vert Chalinata, Frastaler, Horsi, Saurig, Soil tucked. It's a bilingual play about two girls attending Irish college in the Gaeltacht. Gni of a wine of eggs drama shop. It's a one-act play. This has reminded me a little bit of Laura O'Mahony's Shoon uh, Nigella Fadri, <laughs> which I love. Ta fáilte riv man scolina tacht chugna leirdina ir nóna agus mullinsiad níos sinna na chuig vliandig díis mar ta biagán drahanga Sadrama. So, uh, secondary schools are welcome to attend, but they recommend over 15s because there's a wee bit of bad language sprinkled throughout the play. You can uh, show real fust chui kush lee productions at gmail.com or ta keshna gut agus ta lee litrahe askailgeshin l a o i shakas l e e kush. L-A-O-I Productions, Cushley Productions at gmail.com. So, good night, Let's an Wirren Galair agus Tikedi er file. Er ocht euro an dine. So, Shachwevenish, Monday. Well, the hug may cuss her and shoe load more heart there, Lauren Lee. It's the full calling brother who loves us America play. I guess neither love call a yucky arm. Then a gruy cold dog is a soul girl. I call me love. Hook me rink it did. I was for me calling the colour.
Brilliant stuff there from Monday. Now, don't forget, there's so many gigs that are kind of hanging over and uh, being kind of double booked, if you like, because people are trying to book them now, as well as everyone who hung on to their original tickets before lockdown. But coming to the Everman Theatre, there's actually quite a number of, again, comedies and all that sort of stuff coming in. Um, but Eddie Reader is coming in at the end of the month. And if you're looking at getting tickets for Eddie Reader, well, then let me tell you, uh, on March 24th, it's going to be a stunning, stunning night and downstairs is now full and about two thirds of upstairs is gone as well. So that's on March 24th. It's going to be a stunning night. We have time for maybe a couple of bars from Eddie before we head to News at Nine. Silver moon sailing in the sky Baby's fish for dreams Fishing near and far for dreams Sail, baby, sail Out upon the sea Only don't forget Near and far, his light a silver moonbeam, his bait a silver star. Sail, baby, sail out upon the sea. Only don't forget, sail back to me. Sail, baby, sail. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, you'll have hope when the hope is there 
Hearing our words singing in your head Yes, you have Kicking off the second hour in the Arts House here in Cork's 96FM and C103. That's Baby's song from his album, Part of the Light. Niall McCabe actually returns to play in Collins this week, fresh from a solo gig in Fela and Arig in Belfast at the weekend. He's got a brand new single out this week and a massive following all around the country for whatever genre he chooses to sing in, from all sorts of everything in college when he was in UCC to wrapping the country around his little finger with his soul music, which you can hear there, to his latest work, making his way back to his trad roots, which all began playing around in the sheep shed with his friends when they were all teenagers on Clare Island off the coast of Mayo. So as I said tonight, when I rang him up in Belfast the other night, it's been some journey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a very long way from the sheep shed in Clare Island. But we were, I mean, we were obsessed with uh, rock and roll back then, uh-huh. you know, of all things. Uh, we, we, we thought we were the next Bob Dylan or Van Morrison, Jimi Hendrix. That's all we wanted to listen to. It's definitely been um, a long journey back around, but I think now now I'm I'm more interested in just trying to focus in on what it is that's unique about my music or about you know where I'm from more than my my music. You know, looking back into the more traditional stuff, the folk era kind of stuff. That's really where I'm, what I'm trying to do right now. I suppose I would have first come across you when you were really fully embracing your soul phase and absolutely <laughs> fell in love with your voice and the blends and the band, and like that was a big time for you in Cork for sure wasn't it? Yeah you know Cork was amazing um, like yeah we had, we had the, the soul band Soul Driven first that kind of put me down the road of, of a lot of soul music and you know it, it, was, it was also hard to play in soul music because it's not where I come from so you know you could say that's not your music in a way but I, I just loved it I, I loved soul music I loved I love singing it. It's just has so much heart, so much depth. It's very raw. But I think that I think the same about Irish music and about the folk music of, of Ireland. I think it's very soulful, very very raw as well. While soul music is universal and loved everywhere, mm-hmm. the minute you start, I suppose, drawing on your traditional roots, that resonates with all of us in a, in a very different way then as well. So I mentioned Clare Island. I know that you do come mm-hmm. from quite a musical family. You had a lot of traditional musicians who would have given it to you as a kid. Kid. So, what are you doing with it now? I'm sure I started playing the first instrument I ever played. I think was the baron and the accordion. I was I was in um, all Ireland's um, competitions with with that when I was younger. Yeah, little, little known facts. But I'm not, I'm not trying to sound Irish, you know, or, or to try and you know make a point of putting traditional instruments into the into the music just for the sake of it. Just uh, trying to find my own kind of connection with it, if you know what I mean. Like, so it's not overt or you know, blatant. It's not like just for the sake of it, if you understand what I mean. I'm really, really trying to find a connection. And, and, uh, and now you're talking about, you know, 
soul voice and singing and I'm kind of almost intentionally trying to write songs that don't kind of rely on the big the big voice, you know, to sell. I can see that, we'll say, with the last chorus, which you just released this week. Your your point there was that not relying on the big voice to sell. I mean, like, the lyrics for this are just exquisite. Okay, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I, that's, that's really kind of what I want to do with right now. I mean, I don't, I'm sure that'll change again because, you know, I can't, can't stay on one thing for too long, but... Just, I, I'd rather that the songs kind of just stand on their own, if possible. And, I, and I, I really feel I've got kind of closer to that now than I ever have before. And that's just from being at home during the pandemic mm-hmm. and really kind of sitting with it. I'm not writing for any particular kind of audience, like just literally just wanting to write songs and not even thinking about releasing them. And that's kind of where they, they all kind of started coming to me now. Can you tell me about the last chorus then? Uh, well, from like from a tech point of view, I had actually um, caught my middle finger in, on my right hand in the in the door of the hotel. I thought I, I, thought I broke and I lost the nail and everything, but I, I couldn't actually play anything. And so all I could do was strum the chords with three odd fingers. So that's why I kind of got that pattern. I was in the caravan with my fiance. She was having a nap in the in the afternoon it was just a beautiful sunny day and i just started playing that and i just started singing to her about you know about waking up but i, I think i've described it as, as a kind of a, an anti-lullaby because mm. even though it's, it's you know it's very gentle and soft it's also saying you know wake up wake up and i was trying i was trying to write that but then what came out was kind of almost like a deeper thought on living on living life and just how, how you might go through life asleep but you'll miss all the things that are amazing and great about life if you do that. Like, of course, you'll, you'll, avoid, you'll avoid pain and suffering and you, know, you can sleepwalk through life. But if you open your eyes, you'll see the bad, but then you'll also see the good that you just don't see if you have your eyes closed. So, it's, you know, don't wait till the last course. Don't wait till the, you know, till the end. As a, and the message there, if there's a message. I really love it. We're going to listen to it now. See you lying on the bed Caravan of nature by your head Waking dreams but near No fear in here, no fear But out here where we away This fear it's true But there's also songs to hear Only some for waking ears So wake up, my love, wake up All the birds are singing for us Wake up, my love, wake up Don't wait for the last Get the world and dream instead Close your eyes to pain And desolate refrain Wake 
waking as you lie I feel the world and hear a sigh Somewhere through the moon There's a tune for us alone So wake up, my love, wake up Oh, the world is singing for us Wake up, my love, wake up Don't wait for the last Wake up, my love, wake up Don't wait for the last chorus Just such a beautiful, beautiful song. I mean, like, I'm talking to you now and you're above in Belfast and I know you're in a hotel room having played in Fela last night, but you're going back up again to Belfast on this tour, which is coming up. And of course, you have a gig in Collins in that sold out already. So people might be able to join a waiting yeah. list, but that's about it. Like Collins is like a second <laughs> home for you, isn't it? It's, it's almost like a first home sometimes. Yeah, it's I has been like that's been the staging ground for a lot of a lot of great nights, a lot of a lot of special memories for me. Yeah, well, look, yes, it's sold out, but I mean, it, thank God it's a small room. <laughs> I prefer I prefer to play a really nice room like that and have have it kind of full than to be half filling a, b- a bigger place. Uh, you know, I, I just I want, I want to release some music. I haven't released stuff in, in so long, so I want to get a, a good collection of songs out and you know an album this year, and then I think um, we'll see how things are shaping up then. Well, the second that album is yeah, ready. Yeah. Let us know and we'll be dying, dying, dying to listen to some tracks off it and get you into studio. Now that we can finally have guests live in studio again. And I know you did say you'd come down and play. So we will oh, make that happen. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. I'd love to. I, I just I love the idea of being able to play in front of people again and with people in rooms, even, you know, if it's, if it's radio or anything like that. Just what a pleasure, what a, what a privilege to be able to do it. I think that's what we're all kind of realising now that it's, it's just such a privilege. Well, listen, enjoy the tour. Congratulations on the sold-out gig in Collins. I have no doubt the rest are going to go brilliantly <laughs> again. So a second date in Cork beckons for sure. Niall McCabe, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It, that is going to be great. And isn't it a fantastic new singer? And wish him all the very best of luck with that. He is doing so, so, so well. Really great stuff there. OK, time to take a look at what uh, else is happening in a wee bit of the listings that we have around the place. Uh, over to you, Connor. Yeah, there's a handful of tickets left for Jason Byrne in The Everyman. That's tonight. Now, you had a good look the last time you saw. You could see about six le- six downstairs and... They're all in pairs anyway, at least. So that's for Jason Byrne tonight. And Brondon, the, the galley is in for two nights. That's Wednesday and Thursday. And there's still a few seats there left. So it was great to have him on the show last week. He's an incredible dancer. Now, everyone saw um, right around the world when he starred. <laughs> when he st- we saw him all over the world when he was in, in, in Riverdance. But the choreography is also amazing. And if, even if you just go to the website, you can just see a clip from the show, which is a collaboration and involves dance, texts, some amazing songs. And it's a real look at how we attach memory to the things around us. Like, you've often heard the expression, expression of only walls could talk. Well, 
we have to hold on to so many objects because they just hold memories or emotions for us. So this sounds like an amazingly thoughtful and thought-provoking show and you can, exi- you can see exactly what it's like just by having a look at that clip online. So highly recommend that people go along and see this show. It's incredibly unique. Brandon de Galli for two nights only in the Everyman Theatre. It's a unique chance to catch something most unusual. He is he is superb. There is absolutely no question about it. And I love the whole premise of the idea that we attach and hold memory in so many different objects and it sparks memory. Like one of the favourite objects. You know when you think what would you grab from your house if your house was on fire? Well I would grab a matchbox. (laughs) (laughs) Say what? Yeah. It was the matchbox Connor wrote his number on (laughs) when we met. Uh, So you know it's it's the little things, isn't it? And uh, what what holds memory for you. So Walls Talk is the name of the program or in the name of the show two nights as you said Wednesday yeah, and Thursday, Thursday night only yeah. um, and wishing Brandon de Galli the very best of luck with that one of the world class dancers we have in Ireland Cork's 96FM and C103 The Arts House Now, over the course of the last couple of months, we have, of course, been giving an extra emphasis to singers and musicians from Cork. And you know what? They're not just making their mark here at home in Cork or around Ireland. We also have the most fantastic group of young musicians, singers, musical theatre stars making waves in London and right across the UK. And some of them are Sally and Claire O'Leary. And I saw the most gorgeous photograph online of Claire coming out from the Sondheim Theatre in London getting the biggest hug from her mum Valerie uh, O'Leary at the stage door just one of the most gorgeous gorgeous photos and Sally of course and Claire were both in lockdown together in London and one of the pieces I chatted to them about during lockdown was a recording they made with a whole load of their friends from all the music musical theatres that were closed down so here we have our two Cork sisters sharing a song, which is kind of like learning a anthem for them all at this stage. You're unstoppable. The world is spinning at 400 metres a second. Well, the actual speed is 465. We're all spinning with it on this daily treadmill. Keep running so you know that you're alive. Life is fast, must keep up, make a list and tick it off Always moving forward, always trying to win the race No time for breaks, your future won't wait Look ahead, reach the goal and everything will fall in place But life doesn't listen to our plans It laughs and it says, yeah, we'll see about that Your whole world stops spinning, your plans disappear And it's scary to suddenly be still with the future so unclear But remember it's okay to stop To look around and appreciate what you've got Take a breath, take a breath You can stop and still be unstoppable You can't control the past or what lies ahead So take the chance to start living in this moment instead Don't be scared, don't be scared You can stop and still be unstoppable You're unstoppable In a pause you will 
find there is still so much to life throughout the list surprise yourself with what that brings there's time to laugh it's okay to just be still no days are waste if you make the most of the little things open up and take your time you will see the sun still shines even when life is moving slower your spirit's not confined if you embrace the just outstanding that is the sound there of Claire O'Leary and Sally O'Leary and a group of their friends in London just absolutely sounding amazing and it's kind of like an anthem that would pump you up for the day isn't it? I want to say hello and wish the lads from Cork City Missing Persons Search and Recovery a very safe journey they're heading off on Tuesday to the Polish border with aid and a text in here to say tell them we're all wishing them the very best and come home safe and may you indeed be unstoppable. Someone else who's also unstoppable who sent in a WhatsApp, D sent in a happy birthday message for Connor. So thanks a million for that, D. Oh, yes, indeed. And thank you for the... Uh the breath loss on a, okay. Yeah, guys, you know what? The rest of you who are just texting or WhatsApping on the 0833 96 96 96, she's raised the bar there now because she not only sent a message, she did a video and the Larshi Railke own freshen. So she tried her very best uh, and did a job untoch. So, thanks so much for that. Really, really enjoyed your message. Okay, there are a couple of other bits and pieces we can get through today. 
Okay, the 2022 IFTA Awards, of course, as you said earlier on, are just around the corner. As we move out of restrictions and hopefully leave the pandemic behind us, the Irish Academy will host both virtual and physical events. A virtual awards event in March will be followed by a physical industry gathering in April for the presentation of the awards in Dublin. The virtual IFTA Awards show will be hosted by the talented actress and comedian Deirdre O'Kane, who and will be broadcast on Virgin Media One on Saturday the 12th of March. She'll host a lineup of international stars, joining it to celebrate the exceptional Irish talent being recognised and to introduce the nominees, films and dramas on the night. And further details about the show and guests will be announced in the coming weeks. And the Academy will shortly announce details of the upcoming physical events that will be taking place in April around Dublin. In the meantime, next weekend's shortlist for best film uh, is including all sorts of genres from philosophical sci-fi and horror and Irish language and comedy and period dramas and all sorts of things. Like you have Cullen Barade's debut on Colleen Kuhn. It's a gorgeous and mesmerising story of a young girl's summer break away from her dysfunctional family in 1980s Ireland when she stays with a foster couple. And overall, that film has nominations in 10 categories. And... Of course, Kenneth Branagh's Belfast is one of the big ones. It's already made a bit of a wave around the world. It's described as a tender, personal and very humorous story of one boy's childhood during the troubles in 1960s Belfast, featuring Katrina Balfe, Kieran Hines, Jamie Dornan, Dornan, sorry, Jamie, Jude Hill, and of course, Dame Judy Dench. I wouldn't get that name wrong. Well, Jamie Dornan got in real trouble yesterday with Demi, uh, yesterday afternoon. Demi was losing her life over the way Jamie Dornan was showing uh, Jimmy. I don't know, was it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? How to make a a potato sandwich. And (laughs) I enjoyed that yesterday, Demi. It was very, very funny. Uh, Rachel Carey has a film called Deadly Cuts. That's the hit comedy about a group of inner city Dublin hairstylists turned vigilantes starring Angeline Ball. I know you can see that on Netflix. And Swan Song is the superb debut sci-fi fixture from Oscar-winning Irish filmmaker Ben Cleary, featuring Oscar winner Mahershala Ali, who decides to clone himself in the hope of protecting his family when he's gone. There are days when I wish I could clone myself just to try and get through the to-do list. Uh, Graeme Cantwell's film is another one up for grabs in the best film category for the IFTAs next weekend. Next weekend. Who We Love is the name of the film. It's an LGBTQ coming-of-age drama that's funny and uplifting despite having to navigate tough terrain. And you've got Kate Dolan's debut feature, You Are Not My Mother. It's an Irish folk horror following Char, that's Hazel Dupe, after her mother, Angela, Carolyn Bracklin, briefly goes missing, only to return with a radically changed personality. All sorts of everything. And uh, going to stay with film, and Irish film, actually. Uh, I love this one as well. This comes from the soundtrack to Sing Street, uh, a great film from a couple of years ago. If you haven't seen it, it's very well worth catching up with. But this is the beautiful track from it, To Find You. Staring at your bedroom wall With only ghosts beside you Somewhere out where the wind was calling I was on my way to find you I was on my way to find you 
in roller skates, sky blue, or in the back seat watching the slow rain falling. I was on my way to find you. Gotta find out who I'm meant to be. I don't believe in destiny, but with every word you swear to me, all my beliefs start caving in, and I feel something about to change.
No, Fiona Kennedy, if I was in your gig, I could just do, I could play the egg at the side <laughs> of the stage or something like that. But I want to say, A, what a fantastic song. And B, how wonderful it is to have you in studio this morning as our first live guest since February 2020 from the before times. You're so, so welcome into studio today. Thanks so much, Elmarie. What an honour it is now. I mean, how lucky am I? Your first guest after two years. That's some honour now. So well, thank you so much. Talking so much on the phone. Yeah. Like we've talked on the phone for about two years because you actually got really busy in lockdown writing and recording and releasing singles and all that sort of thing and, you know, making waves. I was fascinated um, watching you on Twitter and stuff like that because so many of the radio stations around the country you know, really picked up a number of your songs that you released in lockdown. You've been getting great national airplay, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. A lot of the, the local radio stations have been wonderful. And of course, Ronan Collins has been a great champion on, on Radio 1, you know, on RT1. So I'm so grateful, like, to all the stations because really, without airplay, you're, you're kind of banjaxed. It's the only way to get your, your music out there. So it has been an amazing journey for me, really, over the last two years. And you've played no small part in ah. that. I'm, honest to goodness, you've been wonderful, Emery. But it's been a so. pleasure. It's been a pleasure. And one of the things that I've loved as well, though, is every time there was a song coming out, we had a bit of a chat beforehand and you kind of told me where the song came from. I didn't talk to you about Heart and Soul. That's right. Yet. Yeah, she was only out. it there a couple of weeks ago, um, but we didn't have a chance to actually... Tell people where that song came from. That's right. Well, you were the first airing of the song. Um, it only came out officially uh, last week. So the song, I suppose, it's kind of sad talking about it in some ways because I wrote it after my mum passed away. Um, 
and she was always a great fan of gospel music. So, which was unusual in her day because mum was 95, you know, when she passed. So that'll give you an idea of, you know, the times when she was, you know, in her heyday. And uh, gospel wasn't a big thing in Cork. And she wasn't a particularly religious person or anything like that, but she just loved the beat. She loved the vibe and the rhythm, you know, like the rhythm of your soul, beat rock and roll. So mum was just really into, you know, music with, with good rhythm and uh, she encouraged me to listen to gospel music and I thought it kind of a good idea to write something in a gospel vibe to, to kind of, you know, just for her really and uh, that's how the song was born. So, yeah, people seem to like it, Elmery. Thank goodness. People have loved everything you've written and even in the course of lockdown, you've also kind of tinkered around with various genres and styles, not to pigeonhole yourself, I think, um, with how people perceive your sound would be or anything like that and even now, you've got a gig coming up in Winthrop Avenue. That's right, that's right. I'm so excited. And um, this is kind of with a new lineup in a way as well. It is. It is, yeah. It's a kind of a more paired back lineup now for this gig. Um, I'll be joined by John McGrath, who's here today on guitar. And John's a fantastic guitarist. And uh, we've been playing together now for a good number of years. And also a beautiful cello player, Ilza Desaya. And um, who was here with you in the studio not too long ago. And Ilza lives outside Middleton. I didn't want to drag her in here this morning. It was a bit early. So she's probably sea swimming now as we speak, actually. But, um, <laughs> another mermaid. Another mermaid. <laughs> so the three of us will be taking to the stage. Yeah, it's an early gig. It's an early gig. So, um, eight o'clock, you know, you'd want to be coming down around eight o'clock and we've got to be finished by 10. So if you've got something on the Monday morning, it's a Sunday night gig, then don't worry. The gig runs from 8 to 10 so um, yeah I'd love to see people there so we're talking next Sunday it's Sunday week yeah the 13th of March um, tickets are on sale now they are selling very well um, and there is a limited capacity so um, you know if you're thinking of coming get on to the Cypress Avenue website and you can get the gig there it's in the old oak you go in through the old oak a lot of people were wondering where's Winthrop Avenue so that's where it is it's kind of part of the Cypress Avenue family and the old oak so um, and a couple of weeks back actually Connor you were talking about that the Cypress Avenue website is just superb with the lineup of the half of gigs um, over the next number of months we've already been booking gigs in September I know the Brother Brothers isn't that it we've already oh that's right yeah a couple of bits and pieces coming up like that but uh, really yeah. fantastic there's great gigs on sure there's great there stuff are. at the it's moment it's so wonderful to see things back I and think. people are loving it people are loving the live music so this mm. is my first proper seated uh, gig you know, in, you know, over two years. My last one was in Triscoll for the Folk Festival. That was with the amazing Mary Green and Anna Mitchell, but it wasn't my own gig. So yeah. this is my first kind of, well, not really solo. I'll be with, obviously, John and Ilza, but my own kind of headliner. Yeah. So I'm hoping to have a sold out sticker on it. I really would love that. Now it would give me an awful thrill, even though it's a small venue. So. I hope people will buy tickets and Fiona, come along. as they say, you take your trills wherever you can get them. That's it, girl. And staying on <laughs> Twitter, that's where I saw the Crystal Gale thing this week. Oh, Crystal Gale Gate, I'm telling what? you. Big thrill. It was fantastic. All thanks okay. to... Go back and rewind what happened. Okay. Andy Dunn, wonderful singer-songwriter, Cork man, Andy Dunn, of whom I'm a huge fan. Andy was Googling Crystal Gale for his sister Sally, who's a Crystal Gale fan. So he put, he posted, well, lads, guess what popped up when I Googled Crystal Gale? 
Fiona Kennedy's new song, Heart and Soul. Isn't that, isn't that a great crack? Isn't that gas? So I put back to, to, uh, to, um, Andy. Andy. That's because I sang Crystal Gale's song, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue, uh, many, many years ago in the dark days of the 80s. And I recorded it. And uh, the next thing, up pops Crystal Gale herself <laughs> and says, beautiful voice <laughs> and hearts and everything. So I was blown away. Yeah. Now, Andy had had seen the, the thing. I hadn't seen Crystal Gale's comment at all. So I woke in the morning at about half seven and just kind of, I just saw this that I was tagged. And when I saw it, I thought it was someone having me on. I thought it was just a scam. And God, when I realised it was real, what a thrill. So Wasn't fair play, it? you know, I'll be off to Nashville. That's the next thing opening for Crystal Gale. <laughs> Myself and Andy even. Oh, listen, but you see, that's the thing. I mean, Facebook is fabulous and Instagram, everyone shares in their photos and whatever. That's one of the things I love about Twitter is the randomness of connections that can sometimes happen. And, you know, the beauty and the joy of encouragement that can happen internationally. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was... That was just such a buzz. It a is, like, it really week. is. Yeah. And I mean, because yeah. I've been associated with that song yeah. for so many years. I mean, it was, was in the 80s. Was that your TV debut? With it wasn't my debut. Like, I, I was on telly as a young, you know, when I was really young. I did a young line and all those programs that nobody will remember. But <laughs> I know, yeah. But um, that was when I won the, the sort of Ireland's version of The X Factor. It was called Screen Test and Mike Murphy was the, the compare, you know. So it was really big at the time. And I won that and that was the song that I was sang for the final. My brown eyes. Yeah. yeah and I did Crazy Love for by Van Morrison for the, the heats. So, you know, so I always had a connection with the song and people still ask me to sing it and I still sing it. So, and I recorded it and I put, there's a good video on YouTube actually, I have a really nice video. So that was the connection. It's just amazing after all these years. Who maintains all your YouTube stuff? I mean, like, are you one woman band trying to do all Ooh, the sure. PR and everything like yes, that for all of that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And PR is something very difficult to deal with, I must say, but I'm it's learning as I job. go along. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And trying to do your social media, trying to get gigs at the same time and write a few songs while you're at it, you know, <laughs> along the I way. I dinner. I feel the spots. <laughs> exactly. And Bob, the <laughs> living dog. <laughs> well, Chilo, hang on a second. Yeah. Any of the photos that you've ever uh, shared with you walking the dog, you just head off I to know. the sea and you have these amazing kind of. Uh, sure, all the places you go to, Garrettstown and sure, Kinsale, and sure, my dog is my, oh, she's she's the boss of the house. But anyway, it's great to you borrow know something. from one of your own songs. Sure, where else would you get it? That's it. Now, listen, you have brought John McGrath into studio this morning, so we better get a live tune out the two of you together. <laughs> what are you going to do live for us now? Um, we were going to play a song that actually are, it's kind of a little bit of nostalgia, a song about my days in UCC, and it's called All Together Now. Yeah, it's kind of self-explanatory, really. So I hope people will enjoy it. It's going to be my next single after Heart and Soul. Take it away. There's a bar in New York City They call it CBGB And I felt a strange, familiar feeling When I walked into the dressing room one night And it took me back 
to the college bar Music and love That's what life was for We were singing All together now We were playing All together now Graffiti everywhere Years of posters peeling down the walls Come on, look inside A wave of smoke and music fill the air The needle and the damage done The horse that had no name Music playing every night I'd sit down and do the same We was playing uh, All together now We were singing uh, All together now Walking home down College Road All the songs inside my head I didn't know the path I chose Was gonna take me far away Playing every night I'd sit down and do the same We were singing ah, All together now We were playing ah, All together now We were singing ah, Oh, wow, guys. <laughs> that is fantastic. You know, during the course of lockdown, one of the things that also happened was they were redoing the floor, wasn't it? In the, the restroom That's or something right. like that in yes. UCC. And people were in the bar. In, in the, the college bar. bar. That was yeah. it. And did you get a piece of it? I didn't. And oh. I, I saw it and I, uh, the song was actually written and I, I actually tweeted your man oh. on Twitter. I said, Shady Mac, I've yeah. got a song for you, man, of all about the college bar. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That I, is going to resonate with so many people. I think so. I hope so. And hopefully with a friend of mine who is now the president of UCC, John O'Halloran. We were in college at the same time. John is a great friend, so he hasn't heard that song yet. So hope he'll enjoy it. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And you know what we forgot, Elmery? Sorry now for interrupting you. Very important. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Connor. (laughs) 
I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. It cost a fortune in it. It must have, yeah. Prime, yeah we were organising it for months. <laughs> So listen, I can't thank the two of you enough for coming in and playing the first song uh, or the first tune, if you like, the first play of your next single. Right now, we're, though, we're going to just enjoy Heart and Soul maybe for another another couple of weeks before you get into the new one. But to remind people again, of course, your first gig. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. This day week, Winthrop Avenue and all the details are on the Cypress Avenue website. That's it, or my own website, fionacennedy.ie. You'll get all the information there as well. I'm so thrilled that you came in. I'm so thrilled you're the first guest that we're allowed to have live in studio. That's just fan, fan, fantastic. Thank you. Um, Before we finish up, I just want to mention one or two other bits and pieces of listings that are still there. Uh, Classical music lovers are in for a treat today in the Cork School of Music because the Cork 2020's Haydn Symphonies series is returning at half past three today. Performances of Symphonies 26 and 79 uh, all conducted by Jeffrey Spratt. Admission is €10 at the door and you can also reserve seats in advance using the contact form on the series website and uh, that is Cork2020sHydenSymphonySeries.com and next Saturday at the Triscoll there's the Carducci Quartet and I love talking to them ordinarily. We're going to miss them now this week but uh, that's a beautiful, beautiful concert next Saturday. Now while you're in the Triscoll you might as well drop along on Wednesday and catch Get Back. It's the full story of the the Beatles, 1969, 30th of January, on the rooftop of Apple Corps' Savile Row headquarters. And it's the footage of the momentous event and is presented as a standalone feature optimised for the best sound visual quality to experience on the big screen Wednesday in Triscoll. And that kind of wraps it up for myself and Connor for this week. We hope to see you again next Sunday. Big shout out to all my colleagues taking over at 10. You've John Paul McNamara on C103 in North Cork, John Green on C103 in West Cork, and PJ Coogan is in the house for Dario Callahan here on Cork's 96 FM. Four hours of superb music on the way. Fiona Kennedy, you're a star, you're a legend. And uh, lads, live music is back. Talk to you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.